Okay. <laughs> All right, let me let me FaceTime this thing. Okay, hold on here. All right, so you have the Joy-Cons, right? I have one attached, and now, like, Okay, wait, pull out more. Will you be playing with one one or four players to join? Okay, wait, do you have them both attached? No, I only have one. Okay, do you have the other controller in your hand? Right there. Alright, now turn it sideways. Yeah, and then press the little button on the right. What button? The, the right hand button. You see the little right arrow? The right arrow on the, that controller that you're holding that's detached? So you know how there's, you see that the four arrows there, Put push the right arrow, and you did it, you're done. So now which, what do I play with? You play with that single little one right there. This one? Yeah, that's all you need. So you can't ever play with them attached? Yes, to... in that game you can't. So somehow I have to prop this up so I can see it and then play with it. Well, it has a little stand on the back. Okay, so there's a stand on the back. So if you wanted to prop it up, you can put. You're supposed to put it on a table with that little stand, and so that way you can. Well, I was just trying to turn it on. I gotta, I gotta get back to work. So. Okay. Off. But ideally, you can uh, put it on that little plastic stand to play on your TV. Okay. And then you're gonna need to charge that thing, just so you know, because uh, you know that thing's on a battery. Yeah. All right. That's so yeah, that's uh, that's that's the confusing part is that uh, the thing works normally. It's just that in that particular game, you have to play the game with that thing sideways, and then you have to like leave one on and take one off. But if you're using two players, then you have them both off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta get back to work. So. All right. So. All right. All right. Sounds good. Bye -bye. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Yep. All in a day's work. Alex, were you trying to explain how to use a switch to a baby boom? Oh my god, Dylan. What the heck? How long have you been here? <laughs> I was listening the whole time. What the hell, man? <laughs> I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> what You're the... trying to explain to an old person how to use a switch. That's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. God dang it, man. You spooked me. I'm like, why is my computer talking to me? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, that's exactly what I was trying to do. I I was trying to explain to press a freaking boomer. Button. Yeah. Turn it sideways and press the, the right button. <laughs> you're obviously doing something wrong. Yeah, you're clearly doing something wrong. Because she was. And it was like, ugh. These boomers, man. I don't want to be too disrespectful, but she was having some trouble, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that that was uh, that was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize you were there listening. Yeah, I plugged it up and connected, and then I just heard you be. <laughs> you sounded so annoyed. You're like, okay, turn the. <laughs> Turn the remote sideways, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> hello, my name is Raj from Microsoft Tech Support, and uh, yes, hello, I can help you with your Nintendo Switch today. 
That's what I felt like. Dude, that's literally like, I don't know if you have that at same experience, but that's like the life of like anybody under the age of like 30. They're like tech support for everyone around them. Everyone in their family who's older than like, yeah, 30. Yeah, like you're, you have to be like everyone's personal tech support when you're young. Yeah. Or maybe if they're older than like 35. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever just like your dad is like 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 Dylan like like Mira Mira you know he's like whatever in Spanish he's like he's like uh, Mira hijo like uh, you know necesito ayuda para mi uh, computadora <laughs> and he's like uh, you know and he's like it it, it no uh, you know la chingadera no uh, n- you know no word or whatever he's like he's like it 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 no you know no 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 trabajo or you know or whatever no trabajo and he's and then you just like all you do is just like unplug it and like turn it back on and it's like he's like oh my god he's like how'd you do that dude it literally goes further than that like at my at my job at my work my supervisors are boomers right so um they needed to put together um like a a presentation like a slideshow you know and like do editing with editing software and they t- they just found two of the youngest people, me and this other guy, and they're like, "All right, this is your guys' responsibility. We need it by Monday." And neither of us knew anything about editing at all. And they're like, "Nope, we need it by Monday." And when it came to Monday, neither of us did any of it. We didn't do it. So they just they had to, they couldn't they fuck they they couldn't. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, that's uh, that's basically it, and it, it's it's yeah, it's crazy because it's like, and then like you feel like a superhero because they're just so amazed, they're like wowed, they're like I can't believe like has science gone too far? Like they're just amazed, <laughs> you know? They look at you like you're Jesus or something when you do it, yeah. And you're like, all I did is like turn it off and on, <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So that's going to be our, uh, I started recording too, because I had a feeling, <laughs> I had a feeling I might as well like record what, what's going on ahead of time. But, uh, yeah, so fortunately I got, I got some of that. So that'll be our intro for this podcast. So yeah, welcome everyone. If uh, you're listening, that was me doing tech support for Nintendo switch for a boomer. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, September 7th, 730 AM Arizona time. And uh, yeah, uh, hello Dylan, how you doing today? Uh, welcome, thank you for joining. Finally, after you were, I don't know, snoozing on me or something. No, dude, I thought I was, I had my computer open, I was waiting for you to email me the connect thing, and I'm like, shit, well, I might as well watch some uh, anime. Marvel's, Marvel's Loki while I wait, so, so I got lost. In that for like 40 minutes oh you've started watching loki i'm on uh episode five. Oh, i just finished uh the entire season one it's uh i, I won't spoil anything uh, i sup- i guess because you don't want anything spoiled do you i mean i'm almost done you're almost done do you have an idea of how it might end for season one yeah my guess loki fucks himself first off that's that's uh pretty accurate <laughs> and then um 
I mean, because that's what he wants to do. He wants to just, you know, quite literally engage in coitus with himself, just the female version of himself. Yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like they have the the Marvel people are going to see that this is popular or they assume it's going to be popular, this show. So they're going to want to make more content. So I feel like they're going to leave it on a cliffhanger of some kind. So I don't think it's going to be like everybody dies, the timeline stops, whatever. Um, yeah, so I think maybe like, I don't know, like the time time people. The, TV, the TVA, Time Variance TV. Authority or whatever it was. Yeah, maybe they'll be like, the, at the end they'll be like, you're in a simulation. In oh my simulation. gosh, the boomer is chawing me again. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. Answer, She's probably answer, like, it answer, just, answer, it just, answer, it's not working. Please help. Answer, answer, answer. Nintendo customer support. Yes, Nintendo customer support. Dear, my name is Raja. May I help you? Well, I'm I'm trying to like engage in some project here, but no. Anyway, so uh, yes, hello. My name is uh, Rajit with my with the Nintendo customer support. Hello, may I help you today, ma'am? May I please have your first and last name? Yeah, you guys can play together. It's two player, but if you have more controllers, I think it can go like up to four players or something. So I would take off that second controller and do that little turny thing and press the right button. What turny thing? Turn it around. Like, whatever. Told me to turn it like that. Anyway, so how do I put this Okay, now we're going to need to listen very carefully because I have a feeling that you're going to like have it explode if you do it the wrong way. So you need to, so first of all, you need to plug everything into the, well, are you going to, do you want to plug into the TV or you just want to like get an idea for how to properly insert it? How to properly insert it. Oh, so you can plug it into the TV. Yeah. So that little like plastic box thing, you basically, it goes and it plugs into your TV and you're going to want to take the switch, right? Yeah, through the well, no, it doesn't go through the USB. It goes through well, it goes through HDMI, but whatever, we'll call it USB. Okay. Oh, so that's why you sent that HDMI cable. Yeah, and then you want to plug in the charger to the plastic box to charge the system because you you know it has a battery. It needs power. Yeah, that I just want to make sure we're on the same page, and then I can't see anything on your end. It's all black. So, but you sent me HDMI, but these both say USB. What do you mean they say USB? I don't see anywhere HDMI. Uh, did, did you pull off the back cover and then, oh my gravy, that's, those are USB ports for accessories. You got to open up the back panel where the inputs are. How am I supposed to know? I don't know. I thought everybody knew that. No, I've never used this before. I never had this when I was a kid. Well, I thought you knew the difference between a USB and an HDMI. I do, but I didn't see it anywhere. Now I'm trying to take this stupid thing off. All right, you got to be careful. Don't, you know, don't break it, please. Well, maybe they should make it a little easier. Well, it's it's designed for kids, you know, ostensibly. So they they probably, they figured, they just assume that like a kid can do it. Like, 
What age, kid? What age? I think, well, I don't know, like four and up. Well, that's what, like, I think the system is for. It's like E for everyone, which is like four, five or four and up. That was right there. All right, I see it now. So then you put the HDMI in there, and then you plug it in. So there, and then. Okay. All right, not that hard. That's fine. All right, so now how do you, so if I don't plug it into the, or how, yeah, how do you put this thing in there? Oh, you have to insert it for there. So you can't really play it while it's inserted here. Well, you can't. Well, you can't play it on the small screen while it's in the box. Yeah. You know, you have to do like what Roddy Rich does, and you got to put it in the box. Roddy Rich. He's a rapper. You know, his famous song is like about to put the stick in the box. Really famous song by Roddy Rich. You should check it out. How do I know which way it goes? Am I doing this right? This is not right. Oh, careful. That's why I told you to listen carefully because I had a feeling you're going to destroy it. Okay, so you it, it can only go in one way. Yeah. So you're going to... So, okay, so take that stand and then put it upright. Okay, and then have the screen facing away from you and gently slide it in, in into the thing. So yeah, screen facing away from you, gently slide it down into that thing. And yeah, and you should feel it click into place, kind of like a satisfying. Did you feel it like kind of, you know? No, because this thing is weird. Well, it is cheap, you know, Chinese plastic, but it should... You should feel like kind of a satisfying, like connection of some kind. Like you should feel something. You should feel something depress. <sighs> Worst case scenario, if you don't think you got it right, just plug it into your TV to see if it's if it connected to the TV. But I think I think you got it in right because it can only go in one way. And the first time you had it in, it looked like you were trying to shove it in there alright so this is the way it would go yeah right, I'll connect it later I don't know where I have you if I have any more USB or HDMI ports is the problem didn't I send oh you mean like available on your TV yeah okay well you gotta find somewhere to put it cause it needs to plug in maybe I'll try it in my, bed, my bedroom first alright and then you gotta make sure you plug in the you know the power adapter to the power outlet yeah, I got that part. That's pretty basic. All right. Well, you know, just making sure. But it looks like so far I tried this one thing that looked like Weston can do it. You just have to, like, move your arm up and down. You're punching. Move your arm. Oh, yeah. Well, it's motion activated. So that's why they. And, like, the pressing the buttons. He won't be able to do that. Uh, well, whatever. He'll probably maybe have fun just losing all the time then, I guess. No, but, like. Yeah, you punch up in the air. Is that how it always is? Well, you can also press a button. It's it's either way, punch or button press. Oh, so I thought there'd be different motions. Well, there are. There's mini games in it, and there's mini games where you need to like be moving it around a lot, or shaking it, or whatever. 
there's dedicated mini games that correspond to different button presses or motion activities. Tennis or something? There's a Mario tennis game, but I didn't include that in there. Oh, I thought that was part of the Mario Party. Well, right, well, there is like a tennis mini game, but it's just a little short mini game. Yeah. All right, I'll take a look. Hopefully, Weston and I can play it together. All right, send me some video and let me know how, how that goes. You can also play with Peter if he's ever around. Yeah, that guy's not going to play nothing. He's not going to play nothing? Big game person. Mm. All right. All right. Was that it? Yes. Thank you. Any any more any more questions from uh, Nintendo customer support, ma'am? No. Okay. I just never much, so I don't know how it works. Yeah, I'd like to... I, I was thinking it was like a Game Boy, Sega Genesis. You just play it like handheld. I guess you said there's other games, so maybe the other games who would do that. Yeah, I, there's I a. Thought, I thought it was like, a, yeah, like you just use it for like transporting, like when you're on the go, playing somewhere. Well, yeah, it's a hybrid system. It can be on the go or plug it into your TV. When did they come out with this thing? They came out with it in like, like whenever Trump got into office, so like four years ago. Yeah, it's fairly new. Oh, okay. No wonder why this technology is. I'm like, there's no way that this technology was around back then. I thought you had it when you were a kid. Oh, definitely not. No, no. This thing has not been around for more than like five years. So what'd you do? You got like a new one? What do you mean did I get a new one? Well, it's all like in the package. Well... Yeah, I got a new one, basically. But I, oh, you, I thought you meant like, oh, for me, like, did I get a new one? Did I like get a different one? Yeah, I don't know. You don't like playing it anymore? Well, no, it's not that. It's just that I don't really have a a use for it. I thought that you guys could use it for whatever you guys have. I thought you guys should have more fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely, especially as he gets older. And yes, that's what I told you. I told you on the phone, like, you know, I wanted him to, you know, have some fun. And I figure, you know, as he gets older, it should occupy his time. So that way you're not constantly trying to babysit him and can kind of babysit him it, itself. Yeah. Well, like the Wii is kind of cool, you know, with that too, probably. Yeah, this is kind of like the Wii, but it's mobile and it's better, has better graphics and it's more advanced. Thank you. Right, thank, thank you, ma'am. We're so happy that uh, Nintendo customer support could meet your satisfaction today. Uh, we are going to be sending a a customer satisfaction email to your email. If okay. you could please fill it out. And uh, <laughs> all right, thank you very much, ma'am. All right, thank you. All right, love you. Love you. Bye. Say bye. Yes, if you could please fill out your customer satisfaction survey, we will be sending to your email. Uh, we would like to please give us the five stars. <laughs> I hope she sees this podcast and gets mad. Bro. That'd be so funny. She probably would be pretty <laughs> mad because she has somewhat of a thin skin.
Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's nice so that you gave her a switch. Yeah, well, I, I sent it to her because she, she has this uh, young little toddler. You know, he's like four, so I figured you know he could use it because he's. He's, you know, he's really young, and I think that he'll have a great childhood if he has that. You know, occupy his time; it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, the switch is really fun. I'm, I was surprised how, you know. Yeah, I was actually thinking about either sending it to her or sending it to you as a surprise. I wasn't sure. No, I think you did did the right thing. Honestly, I'm I might get one while I'm here, just because when I get my new apartment. I have a projector, right? So me and my roommates have movie night like every night almost. And we like play Call of Duty on this huge screen that takes up like a a whole wall. So the screen is like, like probably a hundred and like 15 inches. How many? A hundred and what inches? Like 115 or like 95 inches maybe. Whoa, that's bigger than four inches, which means it's like oh shit, gargantuan. That is, yeah. But no, like uh, the the projector costs like four hundred dollars, right? And average for like a, you know, eighty four inch TV, that's like nine hundred dollars, right? Yeah, that's actually yeah. The TV, the it's it's absurd, like uh. Especially if it's 4K or 120 hertz, like the 4K TVs, if you if they get like above like 45 inches, then the 4 4K TVs are like in the instantly like 2000s range or more. Yeah, yeah, bro. And I don't see I don't see myself getting a TV again if that's the price difference, you know. You don't see how what? I don't see myself buying a TV anymore because. Projector's so much cheaper and it's the same. Well, I can't. I'd actually, I honestly don't see the appeal of a projector because the projector doesn't have the same like visual fidelity. I feel like a TV would have. You'd be surprised. Mine's nice as fuck. What is it really like? Nice. HD? Is it colorful? I mean, yeah, we watch movies on there. But if it's not, probably the frame rate isn't too high because on TVs you have some that are 120 or more hertz. I feel you, but I don't notice a difference, you know? Mm, okay. Alex, are you clipping your toenails? Right yeah, now? sorry, I'm, uh, I need to You're clip. clipping your toenails. Sorry, my, toena- my toenails are kind of bad, so I need to clip them right now. Wait, for real? Your toenails? I, I was joking. I thought you'd be your fingernails. You got your, you got your dogs out at, oh, you're not at work. You're at your house. Yeah, no, they're actually just my fingernails. They're not my toenails, but that's a good idea. I should I should look at my toenails too and maybe start clipping that. Man, I hope I animate this. Cause if I animate it, I'm a I'm a. It's your toenails. I'm gonna show your dog. Your your stank. <laughs> my my stank, my stank nasty little princess. Your <laughs> what? I thought that's what you said. I thought you said stank. You're stank. I thought you said you're stank. Yeah, didn't you say no. stank? Stank with the S H. Stank. S H. Stank. Stanch. No, 
sh stink. I don't know what you're saying. Never mind. How, spell it out. I'm gonna animate this, and you're gonna look retarded. Hey, you I said that you would. Not... You said you would animate, animate like the last one, and you were like, "It's too hard. I can't do it." Okay, animate is a strong word. I'm gonna. Um. I'm. It's not animating. I guess it's just comics, like paneling, or no, no, it's not animation. It's I'm going to make it into an animatic. That's what it is. Animatic. What's that? Um, it's like, it's like a rough draft of an animation. Okay, is it those things where it's like black and white and you got like the, it just like the outline of the character moving around doing stuff? Yeah, like the voice acting is the same, you know, the sound effects, like all the tonal clippings are, you know, final product sound. But then the visuals, instead of being completely like fluid animation, it's just like stop motion, you know? Oh, okay. I, I, know, I know what you mean. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, it's just easier, you know, because with animation, I'm going to hire people here in South Korea to help me animate it because, you know, it would take me like 10 years to do an episode. Um, but with the animatic, I can just do it myself. Right, that's that's so funny how you you could pick up. You're like, are you clipping your toenails right now? Like, I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Dude, these mics are, man, they pick up anything. Like, I was tapping my microphone while you were on the the phone. Like, I was making a beat. Like, can you hear this? I can definitely hear that. That's actually kind of loud. Yeah. See. See man, and I'll if I if I make it into an animatic, I'll my little caricature my caricature. When it's playing that sound, I'll have him like, like beat a drum or something, or like kick, tap his foot or something. Yeah, that's true. The but sorry, it's go ahead. Be super super simple though. The characters like, yeah, if it's. If it's hard to draw, it's going to take longer. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, even if you make it, like, all black and white, it's just, like, stop motion. I feel like it's going to be somewhat of a hard time. Because you were saying, like, like oh, yeah, I'm going to animate. And then you're like, there's there's no way. You're like, it'll take 10 years <laughs> to do one episode. <laughs> I mean, I can still animate it. It's just I'm probably going to end up investing a lot of money into paying these dang animators to do it, you know? To help me. Right. That's true. That reminds me of uh, when you say about paying animators. The There's this one show, or not show, this little like cartoon. It's it's in color, and it's fully animated. But it's this fascinating little cartoon called Microscopic Milton. Have you ever heard of this, Dylan? Mm-mm. This it's a really cool show because it's it's not big at all. Like it's not owned by Disney or anything. It's like just it's like a passion project by some random English dude who self funded it. He, he's funded the entire thing himself through his own oh. budget, and he made like I think seven episodes of this little mini children's show called Microscopic Milton. Dang, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up 
What what is it about? It's about um it's so funny that you asked, yeah. Let me actually pull up the video the intro and uh and just play it for you because it literally at the beginning of every single episode they just like they just give a complete excruciating detail about well not excruciating detail but they essentially give an overview like they delineate over what the show is in the beginning like you know how they can SpongeBob reference they'll be like who lives in a pineapple under the sea like they tell you at the beginning like in the intro like what the show is about yeah and that's basically what this is, is that in a Microscopic Milton, let me find the video and play it for you because it also has a banging soundtrack. It has this awesome like saxophone soundtrack. And it's like, I watched it when I was like five or whatever, when I was really young, because the show actually came out in like 98 or 99. And, you know, it was like, well, this is, you know, it's like over 20 years old, but I thought it was like a, a show that ran on television, but it turns out it never ran on television. It's just like some dude's passion project that I had on DVD because, I don't know, my mom bought me a whole bunch of like bootleg DVDs of like children's shows, <laughs> like, you know, like generic Chinese children's shows. And like some of that had some like just some some passion projects that were self-funded. And one of them was that microscopic Milton. So, you know, I would watch Microsoft and Milton and after that I would watch whatever like bootleg Bugs Bunny where it's like instead of Bugs Bunny, it's like uh, it's like it's like Bing Mao Bunny or whatever. And then so <laughs> Bing Mao Bunny, Bing, Bing, Bing Mao Bunny. And he, instead of it being like, what's up? Like, he'd be like, oh, hello, government official or whatever it'd be. What? That sounds like a North Korean. Is that how they sound like? Well, I don't know. I'm trying to that's, just, you know, whatever my generic Chinese accent like oh yes what what is up mr doctor (laughs) so let me uh hear it yeah can you hear it oh it's banging oh it's such a banging intro no one knows he's there Apart from Milton's friend Douglas, who spends most of his time asleep in front of the fire, and of course, you. So that's the intro. Wow, that's cool. It is pretty cool. I like, I like it that he took such a simple idea and actually executed on it and made something you know that seems pretty good seems cool yeah and they had a really nice uh, narrator the show actually has no voice acting it's just entirely narrated by that british dude while it has the animations occurring wow so it'll be like you know so the guy that was like microscopic milton is very small indeed and then it'll have like you know after the intro is over it'll be like Milton was uh, feeling quite a bit peckish today. He he was a bit hungry. And so he thought to himself, why, it's time to go grocery shopping, thought Milton. Like, <laughs> it, it does that. Like, he, he just narrates, like, all the dialogue and everything that happens. Yeah, like a, like a children's book. Like yeah, it's basically, book. yeah, it's, it's essentially an animated children's book. And 
instead of having like your mom read you a bedtime story, it's that cool British dude reading it. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it was a really fascinating show. It was a shame it only had like seven episodes or something. It was quite short, but it was like pure gold. It was like a cute little comedy children's show. And it was, uh, yeah, it was just very, very memorable for me when my early childhood. wonder why people don't do that. Why that hasn't caught on. I know. I feel like it would be like there'd be great meme potential for it because it's like I feel like I'm the only person on earth besides like one other dude that even knows it existed because it's like not popular at all. Yeah, like the show, but also the concept of, uh, you know, um, just animating a children's book type thing. Right. Well, it's not entirely like a children's book in the sense that it shows pages flipping. Like, you know how in Shrek, it'll show like pages flipping at the beginning. It'll be like once upon a time, it'll have like Shrek narrating. Yeah. And then he'll like flip the page. Yeah. It's not like that. It's, I mean, it's still animated. Like it has, you know, characters moving and walking, Hmm. but it just has the narrator narrating literally everything that occurs. Cool, man. I want to do that. That sounds sick. I See, I always thought it'd be cool to write children's books because it's because they're just so pure, like visually pleasing. And oh, that too. Yeah. It's very colorful. Yeah, like pure and just seems fun, you know, like like um, like that Chihuahua book, you know, with the big ears. It's like Penelope the Chihuahua or the Chikichawau the the Chihuahua, some I forget the dang name, but <laughs> that book. Penelope the Chihuahua. What the heck kind of Mexican cartoon did you watch? <laughs> At the we both went to the same middle school. At this middle school, they he read us this dang book called. It's like. Chicky Chow Kapow the Chihuahua. Chicky yeah. Chicky Bang Bang what? Oh my god, I'm looking it up. Chicky so Chow the Chihuahua? Oh my god. This is literally the first time I'm hearing of this. Chihuahua children's book. Chihuahua. It is. No way, you already Skippy, found it? Skippy John Jones. Oh, that wasn't a chihuahua. That was like a cat. What? No, it's a cat. Look at his face. Are you sure it's not a cat? Look at those ears and that face. It says... It says Skippy John Oh, that Jones. cursed art style. Skippy John. John Jones. Yeah, so that's my point. I want to make books like that. But it would be cool instead of you know having a book you just you just either um do like stop motion right or you just animate it and put a voice over it yeah wow that book series of skippy skippy john jones came out in 2006 wow that makes me feel old yeah your 22 year old self is old yeah i can already feel the arthritis my bones are creaking my joints I need me my social security. Dude, we can eat 
like any amount of junk food as long as we work out like two or three times maybe four times a week we can't get fat it's impossible well you have to still like i mean like you have to still i see what you mean like you can't just lay in bed the entire time like you can't like you have to have some physical activity yeah dude if you're 22 yeah, but your metabolism's a lot faster, so I know what you mean. Hey, man. If you work out four times a week for like an hour, hour and a half, and you're 22, I'm pretty sure no matter what your metabolism is, you're not going to get that big, you know what I mean? No, easier said than done. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm generalizing. It's just, yeah, my point is... Um, it's cool being young, and old people uh, are a waste of space. That's my point. That's right. Moral of the story, kill all old people. <laughs> Moral of the story, concentrations for old people, or concentration camps for old people. Oh, my gosh, Jen. That will never happen, though, because, like, 99% of Congress is, like, 65 and up. <laughs> Congress would never let that happen because they'd just be yeah. signing on death warrant. Yeah, the world is ran by old people. <laughs> oh yeah, it basically is. I mean, the you know the old people hoarded all the money, all the property, all the political power, all the mm. like cultural. Like, it's the only thing they haven't won is like the culture war. Like the cultural power is within like the youngsters, you know, the young people because we got all the memes. Yeah. Like the only thing that, that they haven't dominated is the culture yet. Like the culture is. Is basically owned by the the younger crowd, but other than that, economic, political, and social power is like held in the ruling class that is like people who are older, like sixty five and up. Hmm. Who needs them? Yeah. Speaking of political stuff, there was a. You hear how in the news the Texas had that new anti-abortion law signed? It was a five to four yeah. Supreme Court's decision in Texas. Yeah. They- they said that, oh man, I saw this thing. Um, this guy came up with a loophole. He said, if if a rapist, if a dude rapes somebody, a girl, he and she gets pregnant and tries to get an abortion, he can report her and get $10,000 reward. Oh my gosh, that's what so diabolical. Heck? What the heck? That is unconscionable. Yeah. Can you imagine that somebody somebody would totally in this day and age make that a profit like scheme? Somebody would totally be like like selling courses on how to get rich from this. <laughs> they'd be like they'd be like they'd be like, "What's up, guys? It's it's Dylan Dylan Ovens here, and I'm here to tell you about this new crazy marketing plan how you can be a millionaire by working from home in only seven days or something." <laughs> All you need to do is know how to rape and how to use a computer. And it's like, well, it's like, it's like, all you got to do is do a lot of raping. And if you're comfortable with that, you, you have that Sigma male grind set. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the hustle culture. The, yeah. Purebred entrepreneur. Yeah. All you need is that entrepreneurial spirit and genitals. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like, how to make $40,000 in 
from home a month. It's so evil because you know somebody would totally like do that because like people are like struggling so hard. So there's totally somebody that would like purposely try to molest people and then report them to get money. Crazy. Or they would camp out at, you know, abortion places and then just report everybody. <laughs> everybody who walks in, they just report them. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, though, as a result of that new abortion law in Texas, which, by the way, it, the, the law didn't outright ban abortion in Texas because of Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court decision. However, the Texas law essentially added restrictions and clarifications for who is eligible to receive an abortion based on limit, limiting factors on what constitutes a living fetus. So, for example... Yeah, so for example, they, they use a certain measurement of like time or viability to declare whether or not you're entitled to an abortion. So in this case, Texas essentially is saying that they decided that whenever there's a like detectable heartbeat is allegedly when they determine you cannot get an abortion. How long is that? You know? I think a detectable heartbeat is like, what is that, like? Three, 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 two to three months. I think so. So basically, if you're like past the two to three month point, I believe you can't get it. Huh. Man, I mean that's a twenty year commitment, though. I mean it's longer than that, whatever. But yeah, you're you're putting. You know, it's a lot of that's a big responsibility. Like I couldn't. I couldn't imagine trying to force that on somebody, you know? I know, right? It's like, that's what I mean. It's, you know, it's a very popular stance that people believe that, you know, you should have a choice to your own body. S- similar, I, I told, did I tell you that I had a, a like reproduction? It was a society and reproduction course at college. I studied this, I had basically, it was talking about like, it. I think it was called like, societal rights of reproduction or something like that at my college and it talked about how there is this disparity between the right and ownership of like men and women like it talked about how men in many regards are equally deprived of the right to their own like sperm you know their seed as well as women to their own uterus because for example it you know discusses all these you know different cultural factors like how women for example they actually in some countries they require permission from the man to like get an abortion and then like for india for example i think in india they require like permission from the man to get an abortion like it needs like approval from both parties to get an abortion and then it was also discussing how in america america you can donate you know sperm and eggs right at like you know clinics for you know surrogate mothers and whatnot and there's this cultural difference where women they treat donating eggs as like this very kind generous act because it's like oh you're so so brave and generous that you're donating your eggs for mothers who can't naturally produce healthy eggs because some people lack the ability to like you know produce healthy eggs within their uterus yeah so like you know when mothers do it or women do it they're like you know they're so thankful and they make it sound like it's a very selfless act 
Now, on the other hand, if you go to the other gender of the man, where you know how you donate, you know your genetic material, it's treated like a business, like a like a trade deal. You know, they're like, listen, we get your nut, you get twenty dollars, and it's like that's you know it's basically it has this it's a oh, it's a lot less it's seen as a lot less uh, what's the word like. It's seen. It's seen as a lot less philanthropic. Philanthropic. It's seen as a lot less selfish. It's like a business deal. Like they're like, it's considered that the man is just you know donating their seed and they get like a check for money and it's like that's all it is. But then the woman, they're like, oh my gosh, you're you're so brave. You're so selfless. You're so heroic. Thank you. I, I mean, yeah. I I think maybe that's from like, you know we can as as men most men can you know uh have kids into like their 70s or like something like a high number like 50s 60s well men can i believe produce like viable sperm up to like 50 or something on average whereas women are usually only viable until up to 45 yeah that's why or 40 brave that's why they they collectively agree that it's brave. But no, we're not talking about like, you know, the age. We're just talking about in general. Like if you're a woman of any age and you're donating eggs, it's like, wow, thank you. You're very selfless, even though they get paid. Hmm. Like both of them get paid, but one of them is seen as a lot more like a lot more of a selfless thing. And the other one is seen more as like a business transaction in which it's, you know, simply just like a job. I feel you, and I think it is more selfless because we have more sperm than they have eggs, right? Am I just ignorant about this? Like, I'm not sure. Just because they they can't have kids after a certain age, right? Isn't, isn't that the reason? Well, no, this is the thing, though, is that I don't know if you know this, but men to donate sperm, there's actually a massive, like, list of qualifications for them. They actually... Like, for example, in order, if you wanted to donate sperm, you'd have to have, number one, you'd have to have a college degree. You'd have to have, yeah, you have to have a college degree. You have to be above (laughs) 5'9". You have to have uh, no balding hair, I believe. You can't have any, like, recessed hairlines. And you have to be, uh, what else is it? You have to be... uh, I think you have to be uh, below a, a certain age of course like you can't you can't be you have to be like uh, younger than 50 mm, yeah. isn't that funny you have to have a college degree <laughs> yeah oh and you have to have a full-time job too i forgot that you have to you have to have a full-time job you have to have a college degree be above five nine and you have to be under like 50 above five nine yeah you have to be five nine or taller yeah, your penis has to be six, seven inches above. <laughs> right. Penis length minimum, seven inches. Anything shorter, no go. Imagine, dude. Isn't that so, like, prejudiced, though? It's so discriminatory? They have to be 5'9 or taller. Bro, they can't have any short, ugly babies running around. <laughs> they don't want any short, ugly men with balding hairlines. Like, they don't want any of that. They want just Chad alpha males. Who are like, mm, yeah, time to go uh, chop some more wood at the barnyard. <laughs> Only the strong survive. 
Yeah. And it's and now now okay so here's the that's the requirements for for men above five nine college degree full time job, you know no receding hairline I believe and under the age of fifty. Now the requirements for women, forty five or younger. That's it. Oh my god. That's it. For just forty five or younger. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, so those traits being short, being ugly. You know, bad eyesight, fucking... Can't be short, can't be Can't be uh, homeless. Well, not homeless, but you can't be without a job. You can't be dumb. You have to have a minimum of a college degree, a bachelor's, I believe. No, but I'm saying all that can still be passed down. I mean, maybe not joblessness and whatever, but like being short, being ugly, being, you know, having traits of that, uh, traits that are easier to lead to like alcoholism. That can all be passed down through women. Like, what? Why wouldn't they do that with women? That's so strange to me. Because it's rigged. The game is rigged. It's a conspiracy. Dude, if they really wanted humans to, you know, be tall chads, everybody, then they would regulate the women's. Isn't that so funny, though? Like, women talk about the patriarchy, like, oh my God, men. They're evil. They're just de- they're destroying women. And then it's meanwhile, it's like, well, how come we have to be above five nine college degree, full time job? You know, we can't have any like hairline disorders, and we have to be under, like, you have to be under uh, what is it? It's it's yeah. It's, we have to be under fifty, you know, to do this. And meanwhile, all you have to do to donate AIDS is be under forty five, and that's it. It's like, why do we have this massive requirement? to donate and meanwhile you have you don't need any qualifications if you're a woman so they they talk about like oh we're discriminated against we're you know we're treated like second class citizens and it's like well when we go to if men want to go to a sperm bank we're treated like we're friggin terrorists we gotta go through the goddamn TSA to donate sperm (laughs) like excuse like do like do like excuse me sir or uh are you five nine and up? Uh, all right, uh, college degree. Now, all right. Uh, do you have? Uh, or do you have a full time job? N- no, terrorist. Get him out of here. No, no full time job. Sorry, sir. We do not uh, want any bums uh, with semen here. We want only upstanding men. Oh, sorry, I bumped my mic. But yeah, and it's but isn't that so funny though? How genetic these genetic you know deficiencies can be passed down through women equally as well. You're absolutely right. So it's like you know the only qualification for a woman to donate eggs is be literally 45 and younger. That's it. They they could be dumb, blind. They could be dumb, blind. They could be super ugly. They can be like just the gross. They could be a short, bald. They should be a short, bald, blind, armless midget, and they can donate eggs as a woman. But if that was a man, hell no. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I learned that in that class, and that was what blew my mind. I had like a rant about that. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, you got to be above five nine college degree, full time job, like no genetic hairline disorders or anything like that, and you have to be like, uh, oh, and you have to continuously donate uh, sperm over like a period of sometimes up to a year, like over several months. Wow. How, yeah. How often? How often? You have to donate. I think they said that uh, you have to do it like every. It depends by clinic, but uh, from what I studied in the class, it was like every like two weeks mm-hmm. for 
like several months, like up to like nine months to a year. You have to do like every two weeks up to nine months to a year. And a lot of these twins, they don't pay much. They give you like, I think a hundred dollars, some of them. Well, that's not bad. You just nut and you get a hundred dollars. Well, it's not just nutting. You got to like go into a weird room with like, you got to, you know, go into like the room and you got to, you know, then they, they got all those, you know, magazines and stuff that other dudes have touched. Yeah, and then hook you up to that that horse um, machine from Rick and Morty. I have no idea what you're referring to. You haven't seen season five with Morty? No, I, I think I told you I bought the DVD for Rick and Morty. And I think I only watched like all of season one. Dude, you bought the DVD? Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray for it for some reason. I don't remember why. When? What time are you from? Like 1900s? I think, hey, listen, I told you. This was like season one and two. I think I only watched all of season one and season two of Rick and Morty. Dude, the only reason I'd be buy a, a DVD is to like give to my grandma. Well, it was a Blu-ray, not a DVD. So it was an HD at least. It's okay. I forgive you. Listen, I was like, it was like when season one of Rick and Morty came out. So it was like still like, you know, the early 2010s, I think. Like when did Rick and Morty season one come out? Um, but like, I think it was when I, we, like 2000. It was 2014. So I was 15. Give me a, oh no, it was actually 2013. It's when the first episode of Rick and Morty came out. Mm. So Rick and Morty first came out in December of 2013 or early 2014. Damn, I didn't hear about it till like 2018 or 17. So I was like 15 when it came out, and that's when I around the time I got the Blu-ray. I was like 15 or 16. Damn. Actually, I got it when I was like 16 or 17 because I don't. I think I remember I didn't find out about it until like 2015. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't find out about it either until like 2015 or 2016. Hmm. Yeah, what were you talking about? Something talking about uh, donation clinics for genetic material like sperm and eggs. Yeah. And you said you got to go into like the Rick and Morty room with the horse thing or something. Oh, yeah. In season five, there's like a horse machine where they like beat off the horses to get breeding material if they did that there was like a, a complicated thing you look it up you'll see you'll see what i'm talking about so but yeah is i just want you to remember that so the next time a woman is like oh guys are pigs they oh guys just want a swim hourglass model you know they just want a barbie doll and it's like oh yeah do you know what i need to donate sperm do you know do you know the list of requirements just for me to nut? <laughs> just for me to nut in a clinic, I have to have all this qualifications and you just have to be like A, a woman, B under 45. B not old. Not old. Yeah, A, not old, B, not a male. <laughs> Now, that's one thing it does mention, though, is that it does say, you know, obviously for men to donate, it's, you know, a lot easier because you just kind of, you know, you just walk into a room and you just, you know, you just, just bust and that's it. And then you walk out. And then, however, though, you have to remember, you have to do that for like, you know, every 
once every two weeks, like over several months. So you got to keep going back to this place constantly for like, you know, a year. Whereas the woman, it's like a single procedure and apparently it's not too invasive. And it's so like to, for women to donate eggs, it's apparently they have to go through like a, a mildly, a mild surgical procedure, but it's not invasive. I believe they don't have to cut anything open. They just use like forceps and a device to extract the eggs. But the point is, is that they, they put them under like, you know, painkillers and whatnot. And it's just one single procedure. So for women, they only have to get one thing done and then they get their check where for men, they got to donate, you know, over several months. Wait, so for several months you donate and then you get the hundred dollars. Yeah, I believe so. Or you get it and then you have to like sign a contract or something. I, I'm not sure. I've never been to one. I just assume that's what it's like. It's, it probably is like over after you donate, they give it to you, but who knows, maybe they like, they give it to you beforehand, but you have to like sign something that says you will come back, you know, on this day for two weeks or whatever, like every month until this day or whatever. Hmm. Cause apparently you can't just do it one time. You have to do it like, you know, keep coming back for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, it's still, it's still, the point, my point is that it's still an inconvenient process to, you know, drive to the place and do that, you know, mm. for several months. It's, it's not, you know, if it was like a one-time thing, or maybe you just did it for a month, I can understand, but like I said, it's like nine months to a year. Like, you know, can you imagine like consistently having to go somewhere to nut for like a year? Dude, maybe we should open up one of these places because I, I can think of a few ways to, you know, um, to convince guys to donate more often. Like, like okay, okay. You hire like a Bella Anderson or something? <laughs> we, get, we get this machine, right? Okay, or no, better yet, we get some of those robots, those sex robots. From Rick and Morty? From Rick and Morty, <laughs> and, they, and they just get our sample, right? Win-win. Is you that know? the that? Is that that weird planet episode where it's like a planet where the men and women are segregated, and like the the men are like cavemen, and they're like ooga ooga, and then the women are like advanced geniuses. We're gonna make that society real. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna open up. Um, what would they be called? I guess sperm banks, and all around the world, right? I like the and, term like. The, the nut chamber or the nut palace better something more creative nut palace sounds cool nut palace <laughs> where you can go nuts go nuts, go nuts yeah. at the nut palace yeah so we'll we'll need to you know create these robots that store the sperm you know but um, and then I yeah that do you think if we do this, are we gonna have a height requirement? Does dick length matter for these robots? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh! Okay, so <laughs> it—I mean, well, this is the this is the reasoning for why these places have these requirements is because women they actively discriminate against men, so they told the sperm mates they're like, listen, I don't want a man under five nine without a college degree, who. Uh you know, is also not full-time, a full-time worker. And I also don't want a man with like a receding hairline or something like that. Can, 
What does being homeless and uneducated have to do with your genes, though? Uh, it's it's the it's the stigma that it's the so it's the discrimination it's like similar to how like men i guess are like i don't want to date a fat woman i suppose because they're like you know she's fat it's a preference but the problem is that this is what people don't understand is that a woman can change her weight so if a guy doesn't like how you know a woman's fat you know she can always get skinnier it's you know unless she has like some sort of medical condition she can always get skinnier whereas men we can't get taller that's you know, that that's kind of not something you work out and it just happens. You know, you can't work out to get taller. I mean, I guess you can, you know, obviously get a college degree if you work hard towards it. But that's, you know, something that you may not inherently want to do. I mean, not everybody wants to go to college. Mm. And that costs a lot of money, too, not to mention. Yeah, a lot of debt. And then some people can't help if they have, like, a receding hairline. So, obviously, you know... You can't help that unless you use one of those, I guess, products they advertise on, like, you know, seen on TV where they're like, grow back your hair magically in like five hours. And I have no idea if those work or if that's a scam, but they always advertise like, you know, the guy is like, yeah, I just rubbed it on my scalp and my hair just grew back. It was crazy. Hey, I believe that works because Elon Musk at the age of 24 was bald or 27. One of those between that age he stressed himself out so hard that he went bald, almost, pretty much. And now he has a full head of hair somehow. He injected money into his scalp. and you know. yeah, He has injected pure, pure wealth into his cranium. And it just, the hair was, just grew. But yeah, it's... That's what I mean. It's like women, you know, like to say that men are prejudiced. You know, oh, the men only care about looks. They only care about the hot girl. And it's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, I got to be 5'9", just a nut at a sperm bank. 5'9". And it's like, it's like I can't change that. You know, so it's like, you know, so the stereotypes go both ways, you know, where, you know, there's a stereotype that women only want a guy who's, you know, well-educated, tall, handsome has a steady job alex you are all of those things i mean handsome i don't know but yeah the other stuff (laughs) well i'm above five nine i'm college educated and i have a full-time job so yeah i qualify but however i don't know if i'd really want to do it i mean i still don't have a girlfriend you know, I, I have all those qualifications, but yet I don't have women like, you know, falling over to date me. Well, just just wait till you go to the sperm bank and they'll fucking Yeah, apparently at the sperm bank I'm a I'm a hot commodity. They're like, Oh my yeah. god, yes, we've been looking for him. You know, <laughs> please write this way. <laughs> they're like you they're the lady at the reception is like uh like oh thank goodness we've been getting nothing but like short dumb midgets all day wanting to <laughs> donate sperm and we just had to turn them down but finally someone who is above five nine with a college degree right this way sir <laughs> to the nut chamber you go nut palace yeah sorry nut palace you go <laughs> and then you just go and you enter a room and it's just like a like a exotic like room with like a bunch of like colorful tapestries on like multiple luxurious beds and there's all these rick and morty 
uh, cum dumpster robots. <laughs> There's just fucking walking around. <laughs> just a bunch of the cum dumpster robots walking around. <laughs> They're just like ready to receive semen or something like that. They're just oh constantly God. saying stuff like that. Imagine you, they they tell you when you go in. All right, you have one hour to give us our sample. <laughs> exactly, and the yeah, the another thing too is that it's it's so funny because the oh here's another thing, black women and black men especially are worth like double what everyone else is worth. Wow! Only like black people, their sperm and eggs. Like both men and women, they get basically double what every other race gets. Wow. Is it why? I don't understand. I think it's because some people they just value they want black children, I think. Mm. I think they the people like just really want to have a black son or a black daughter. Cause then they can be like, you know, a white couple and they're like, Look at our black baby, how beautiful. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's just less common. You know, um, like well, in the okay, so in the text that I read, it's it described that the reason why the the academic reason for why men and women of the who are African American are worth like double what every other race is, is that apparently they're the rarest donators. They're the race that donates the least. I see. So their like sperm and eggs are much harder to come by. You know, so allegedly they're worth so much more because it's much harder to get it. But then I think it also said that there is like, uh, you know, a high demand, but a low supply for it too at the same time. Like there are quite a lot of people out there who allegedly, I guess, they want either there's there's women who want to give birth to like a black baby or there's women that want a, you know, I don't know, a, a black baby and they need a black man's sperm. I'm not sure. But I just imagine that, I mean, I think, like, everybody secretly wants, like, a black son just to be, like, I don't know, this is in the, because then you have, like, you know, the N-word pass. Oh, my God. It's a joke. Calm down. It's a Family Guy reference. That's a Family Guy joke. And Family Guy, Peter's, like, remember that, you ever watch a Family Guy episode where Peter's, like, oh, my God, I've always wanted a black son. And then it cuts to him and his black son, and he's, like, my black son, my black son. Do 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 do. He's my black son. I can say the N word. We can play basketball. And he's like, I don't know. They're like singing all this stuff, and they're just like, and he's like, he's my black son. Yay! Like this, they do this little like, this musical number. <laughs> yes, Alex. <laughs> I've always wanted a black son. Yeah. Well. I don't think anyone should have kids at all, in my opinion. Like, well, we should just be like China, where they, like, mandate, they put a limit on how many children you can have? No, I think we should stop reproducing for, like, a hundred years, and then start again, and this planet will be safe. Oh, yeah, good idea, I agree. Well, if we didn't reproduce for a hundred years, I feel like civilization would die off, Oh, yeah, you need more slave workers to work in the wagey cages. Yeah, so maybe, maybe like 15% of the people who are the best looking and have the best education and genes, those people reproduce. I remember having a discussion 
in school about like if you could just like nuke like one country from existence to like save the world from overpopulation or whatever like just say, like you know like just just destroy everyone in a single nation <laughs> like just commit mass genocide on an entire nation you know like what would you choose it was just like the fun of it i think one guy was like uh like, well, he's like, wow, shoot, I can't choose any country that has, like, a sizable black population because then I'll be called racist. Oh, my God. He's like, I can't choose anywhere in Africa, obviously. And <laughs> then one guy was, like, he was, like, a prankster, and he's like, all of Africa. And he's like, but that's not a country. And he's like, no, just all of Africa. <laughs> and we're like, that's not, he's like, you can't, he's like, no, I'm, I'm nuking all of Africa. I don't care. He was like, because he was just, like, joking, like, like just Africa. Wow. So all of the like <laughs> sixty something or I don't know how many, but all the countries. Yeah, he's like, just remove Africa. I it's like I don't care if it's not a country. I'm nuking it. Okay. What was your what do you want? What's your choice? I think I said that uh what was it? I think I said like uh I was like weighing like the pros and cons as I was like, well, let's see if we're going off stereotypes and like, cause I, cause I mean, I don't know, like, you know, I've never been to any of these countries, so I don't know what they're like. You know, I haven't, I don't know, you know, the people there could be awesome or they could be not be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I assume everywhere, like everywhere you go, people are generally the same in terms of how they act, but like, <clears throat> I think I said like, just like uh, completely nuke all of I think it was like uh like turkey because I think I think I said nobody would miss it like nobody would even know it was gone like just really? turkey how many people live there do you, do you think I don't know it's like it's something like it's it's millions that I know that but it's like I just know that like I'm sure not even many people know like where turkey is on a map so I figured it won't be missed too much. And then I also don't think Turkey is known for very much. I mean, Turkey is only really known for being like the ancient site of like Mesopotamia, I believe. But other than that, like, I didn't know much. There's not much I know about it. Dude, I watched this video. One of my favorite guys on YouTube, his name is Sam Potter. He went to Turkey, right? And he got a sponsorship from uh, Volkswagen. To They paid him to film um a road trip um he took their one of their new model cars across turkey and he filmed it dude i i saw it like a little bit of turkey it's i didn't think there was anything there it looks so cool i'll send you the video it's so cool like i had the same mindset like what the heck what's in turkey just a bunch of sand or something but but dude it's like you should look i'll show you yeah, please send it to me. Yeah, but this reminds me when I was talking about how like there's discrimination in terms of like sperm banks and like races like that. Like how, you know, if you're a black man, you get like, you know, or yeah, if you're like a black, black man and a black woman, you get like double what everybody else gets, you know, just based on your race alone. And it reminds me of how, you know how like on Tinder and other dating websites, they have like the least desirable and the most desirable races that people want to date. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I, I remember learning about it in an article, and I it was on like NPR, I believe. But it was it's fascinating because 
this is a something that's a fact that not many people I don't think want to admit is that there actually are more desirable races that people enjoy dating. Like there would be people that would be like, for example, like I don't date Asians. Sorry, not sorry. You know, like if you're Asian, I don't care. I'm just not dating you. And then what the heck did you? Oh, you sent me on uh, Snapchat. I see the thing you're talking about. And then I believe it was, I think like the least desirable races are, well, the races to date are like black women and Asian men. I know. So I think if like you're a, a black woman, like the least amount of men want to date you. And if like not even black men want to date like black women, <laughs> like, they're like, no, thanks. I'm going with that white girl over there. I mean, I'm a product of that idea. You know, my dad came to the U.S. And the first thing he said is, where are the white women at? Right. And that's, you know, that's for good reason. Just to be fair, white women are actually the most desired dating like race in terms of like Tinder. When you calculate the data from all the dating websites, it's white women are the most desirable to date. That's according to Tinder. Uh, according to NPR, this NPR article about the racial stereotypes and discrimination of dating. Wow. Damn. And then. I think it was like the, what is it? It was, yeah, it was like, and then the, oh, that's, it feels so bad too for, for like, oh yeah, and then white men, I believe, were the most desirable to for men to date. Really? What's the second? I think the second is like Latin men. Ha! I'm both. Ha! <laughs> ha! <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's funny. It's also funny that I am single. I'm alone. I'm alone. Well, we both qualify, you know, for those things, and yeah, we're both single, but it's all right. <laughs> but the I thought it was funny how the least desirable man to date is it like an Asian male? Like, oh, <laughs> it's so sad. Poor Asian dudes, they can't get any love on these dating sites. Damn, that, that must be so depressing because it's like, does everybody knows you're probably have a small small egg roll, you know. Hey. Like, it's 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 funny because like, I looked it up and apparently the average I looked up like at least in China the average male penis size in China, and it was apparently it's like, it's like four point two, in China which is actually average. Is that average? Well, no, I should clarify. It's smaller than every other country, but it's still not. It's not like. It's not that small, like four point two or four four or roughly four inches, is like that's not like that small. I mean, yeah. What's the average for the U.S.? You know, I think it's like five. Really? I thought it'd be at least six. It, well, it's like five. Five. Hold on, let me look it up. I, I gotta look to that data. I know China is smaller than the U.S. I think the biggest was like the Democratic Republic of Congo is like has the biggest, which is in Africa. What is it like nine or something? <laughs> I don't think average, Dylan. So I don't think the. I don't fucking know. Okay, know. to be fair, okay, yeah, to be fair, you don't know, but uh, no, it's 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 not nine. It's it's something like I think it's like six or something in Africa, but it's uh. It is definitely is large though in 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 Africa, but uh, in the U.S. at least, okay, I looked it up. According to the National 
health services, uh, not, not national health service, based on the studies of the of the uh, NIH.gov, which is a, a scholarly source. It's the U.S. government official like medical journal, Library of Medicine. It said that the average uh, length of an erect penis is in the U.S. 5.1 to 5.5. And it says too, and it says most men believe that the average length of an erect penis is greater than six inches. This belief is often due to self-reported measurements, inaccurate self-reported measurements, with a means of about 6.2 inches for heterosexual men and even greater for gay men. However, in reality, the average is significantly smaller at around 5.1 to 5.5. So that means that everybody adds an inch, pretty much. So it's so funny how they even state that most men believe that the average, like the average penis is like, yeah, like, you know, I'm average, six inches. (laughs) You know, the the average man believes that they're, you know, the, the average is six inches, and this is based solely on self-reported measurements. So this is men measuring it, quote-unquote, themselves and being like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm average, six inches. In reality, if they're actually average, it's like 5.1. Yeah, they measure it. It comes out as like 4.6. They say it's 6.2. <laughs> so. They're yeah they they're like they're measuring it and they're like whoa uh, crap I'm missing two inches uh well you know uh let's just pretend that uh I'm average and uh, <laughs> they're just like they, they just try to like finagle it like or whatever they just like they like they lean forward or something they try to use perspective to like make it appear slightly bigger <laughs> you know they're like they like they like lunge you know they like lean forward they like lunge. Try to get like squeeze every inch off. Yeah, but I'm curious. Do you think? Oh, uh, do you think it'd be worth it to get the that surgery, where you can make it longer? Oh, you mean penile lengthening surgery? Whatever. I definitely don't think so. Because it says to according to this journal that these surgeries are actually considered to be very risky. And most of these men who are seeking the surgery have normal sized penises. <laughs> so the men, so the majority of the men who are getting these risky penis lengthy, lengthening surgeries, they they have normal sized penises. They're five point one to five. So these they have completely. So it'd be like you and me, you know. With I assume you have a normal sized one. I do, and that'd be like you being like, yeah, you know, it's it's just not big enough, and I need it to be longer. <laughs> And then they're like, the doctor just takes a look at it, and he's like, yeah, uh, this is normal size. And, he, and he's like, well, it's no, it's too small. It needs to be bigger. <laughs> you know, there's like this strange, like, just ego that goes with it. You know, these these expectations for sexual desire, desirability. And it says that uh, uh, the rest of this article says counseling with factual information about penis size might be effective in alleviating concerns for a majority of men who worry about having a small penis. So they are hoping that by purporting this accurate information about what is considered an average penis size, that men will uh, have less concerns about their package. It says, you know, apparently... Because that's what I thought. I thought for the longest time that like an average size penis, like 
like what people considered average was six inches. When in reality, when you looked at the hard data from the National Library of Medicine, it's actually 5.1 to 5.5. Shit. So if, if you ever get a girlfriend and she like, she looks at it, she's like, whoa, that's really small. Then you can be like, nope, average. <laughs> well, she's not going to care about the data. She'll be like, hey, man. That's that's too small for me. Regardless of the data, you gotta get, you gotta. Yeah. Oh shoot! He's try- imagine imagine bringing like facts and citations to a sex a sexual encounter. That'd be awesome. That'd be legendary. Like you know, you're you're trying to get it on. She's like, whoa, that's. Sorry, I gotta stick this phone. Tech service. Rajik. What? What? Did you answer it? No, I didn't answer it. But yeah, imagine like you're getting, you're going to the essential encounter and you know, you're getting ready, you know, you're getting all hot and sweaty. You're going to take you off your clothes. And then she, you know, what's that? She's like, whoa, that's small. And then you're, you pull out your, your binder with your, (laughs) (laughs) you pull out your thesaurus, you pull out your binder, pull out your folder. You like, you're like, hold on just a second, babe. And you like just glide through your binder and you like pull out your laminated sheet, your, uh, your scholarly article. And you're like, actually, correction, may I, you know, 5.1 to 5.5, according to the National Library of Medicine is average. Get owned. Hey Amen. What I lack in size, I'll try to make up for in technique. Right. And then she'll just have to just take it. She'll just have to be like, wow, crap, I done got owned. I got owned by facts and logic. Yeah. All right. Other than that, uh, let's move on to our final subject of the day, and then I think we'll end this podcast. We're already a little, we're already over an hour. Sorry, all that tech support that I had to do really ate up some time. So... The final one that we'll do today is that we'll do the the make it or break it. So make while it it. so while I'm checking out the newest make it or break it question, Dylan, can you please explain to the audience what it is? Okay, so make it or break it. You're in a relationship, perfect relationship, okay, and then you're hit with this thing, boom. You're three months or you're, let's say you're whatever three weeks in. Right, and then she dumps, she puts this bombshell on you. Okay, what are you doing? You're making it, or are you breaking it? Yeah, so that's exactly right. So, yeah, uh, basically, you've been dating for three weeks or three good dates, and then they drop that news on you. And you have to decide whether you want to make it or break it off or punch them in the face. Just some people actually say, I'm going to break it and punch them in the face. No, I've, I've seen that happen. I didn't know we had three options. Well, it's more like two, but some people do a variation where they're like, break it and I'm punching them in the face on my way out. <laughs> it's, it's what one guy did. He was like, I'm so mad that she has this deformity or whatever. And I'm going to punch her in the face and leave. All right. Well, maybe if there's, does it apply to females too? Like, 
You know what I mean? If there's a, a chick watching. Oh yeah, definitely. You just apply the, just apply the same thing that we're gonna say to like the man. So, you know, anything that it relates to is just gonna be applied to the man too as well. Okay. Yep. So all right. So here's this make it or break it. So. So make it or break it. They. Did, did we already do this one? But it was make it or break it. They drop this news on you that whenever they have to go to the bathroom, their torso detaches from itself and it walks to the bathroom and then it comes back. <laughs> no, I've never. No, we didn't do that. So they, they just like, they literally, they can't go with the rest of their body. Like just their bottom half leaves their body and just goes to the bathroom. And then it comes back, and then it's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> the the full body can't go into the bathroom? No, like her torso just trying to like a Lego. It just detaches from the rest of her body, and it just walks away to the bathroom. In any situation, in public, anywhere? Yeah, anywhere where she has to go to the bathroom. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then, like, so it just has to detach and walk into the bathroom. Huh. That's kind of a cool superpower, actually. I know. It's like you get to de- like basically cut yourself in half and you don't suffer any injuries. Dude, Lego man or Lego woman. That's essentially what it is. It's like you're a Lego. Man, that's not that bad. I, I could, man, I could see some benefits to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. The only issue you'd probably have to deal with is that like their legs might get lost or like God forbid is kidnapped. Like somebody kidnaps just the lower portion of like someone's body. I mean, I think I'd make it work. I mean, like, come on, you just all you do is that like you just gotta like be like, all right, you know, do your thing. Like like if anybody says anything, just say it's like I don't know, a medical condition. I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like if you imagine you're at a grocery store, right, and you just see legs walking around, <laughs> and they go into the women's restroom. Yeah, I would just have to hold the um the legs hand when they're going to the bathroom, so nobody takes it. That'd be so funny if like some guy just steals your girlfriend's legs. And he's just like he's just like hell yeah. Some guy's like this is what I've been looking for jackpot. <laughs> He just steals someone's legs, just the legs though. You still have the upper portion, so there's you know they're still there, but just their legs. I remember the one guy who was asked this. He said that he was like, "Hell no, I'm not making it work. In fact, I'm gonna punch them in the face and break it off." He's like, "He's like, I'm not. He's like, I, he's like, I think that's too creepy." Mm. He thought it'd be too weird if somebody's legs just detached and walked around. Yeah, you can tell how uh, how desperate we are. Because we yeah. both make it work. Well, no, it's, I don't think it's desperate. I think it's more like considerate. I mean, it doesn't sound that bad. I mean, what's the worst case scenario that happens? Like, what, somebody looks, gives you the weird eye, or they ask you, like, excuse me, like, sir, is this your legs or whatever? I don't know, like... Like the worst that Shane scenario is that people may look at you funny or the legs get lost on the way to the bathroom or something. Bro, 
think about it. The worst that would happen is the waste doesn't... Well, how would they... No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the worst... Man, like the worst could be like... Yeah, you're like a social outcast, I guess. I mean, I imagine you get bullied a lot. Yeah. Imagine her growing up and going to school. That would suck. Yeah, people get bullied nowadays just for having, you know, weird names. That's definitely something somebody would bully them for. <laughs> well, yeah, have you seen some of the names? Like, unironically, some of the names that these people are giving their kids are, like, some of the most confusing and, like, stupidest names I've ever heard in my life. Like, people are naming their kids, like, Latveus Jaquavon or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Latveus, yeah, Latveus Jaquavon. <laughs> Latvius, yeah, like you look at any like professional NFL player, and it's like the weirdest names ever. It's like it's like Latvius Jaquavon, like Rob Gronkowski, like just weird names. Like there, who's that one guy that's named? uh, There's literally one guy who has the name Hashan, like not Dushan, it's Hashan. His name is like Hashan. It rhymes too. His first name's Hashan, middle name Treshawn, and then the last name is Clinton Dix. So he goes by Haha. He goes by Haha for short. But it's like I've never heard anybody in my life with the name Hashan Treshawn Clinton Dix. Like, like I've never heard the name Hashan. I've heard Deshawn, but never Hashan. Sounds cool. It does sound cool, but it's like it's so strange. Like, but that's a real name that somebody has, Lat Lat Vegas Jaquavon or whatever. Damn. Yeah, man. What would you name your kid? Firstborn. Firstborn, probably a Supreme High Priestess Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah, like first name like. Like high priestess and then the last name Gabagool. So it'll be like high priestess Gabagool. Wow, I'm gonna make sure my kid bullies your kid in school. That's a practical jokers reference in that show. They have like a, a weird names prank where they just they summon a bunch of people to like a waiting room and they're like reading out fake names. They're like, you know, like you know how they call your name like when they're ready for you? Yeah, so they'd be like, all right, we're looking for a Supreme High Priestess Gabagool, please. And then they'll be, and then obviously nobody has that name. So they'll just be like, all right, moving on next. And then they'll be like, all right, uh, Mr. Uh, Jabrick It, Jabr- like Jabrick It, Jabot It. <laughs> anyway, no, 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 Mr. Jabrick It, Jabrot It. All right, moving on. And then there'll be like uh, Mr. Chinese name. <laughs> I'd probably name my kid that. That'd be awesome. Chinese name. First name Chinese, last name name. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're not helping your case. You're, you're talking about how bad it is that people give their kids weird names. That's That's a weird name. No, it is. It's very bad. It's just I think it's terrible because you're like dooming them to be bullied when you give them these weird names. Man, you just name your kid after me. Your first born. Yeah. 
Well, that's what traditionally people do, from what I understand. Is like they name them, like, they give them the middle name of their father as their first name, and then they give them the last name of their father. Or so, no, sorry. They essentially what people have done that I found is that they just basically they reverse the first and middle name of their father and give it to their child. Hmm. So, if like for example, your dad's name was like Rob Bob. Then they'll name like their son Bob Rob whatever. Mm. That's what my brother did at least with his son. He basically gave him. He gave him. The he gave him his he gave him his dad's. What is it? He gave him his dad's. Uh, He did. He, oh yeah, he took the the first and he took the first and middle name. He took the first name of his dad and the middle name of his grandfather, and put it both in his like son's middle name, and then he gave his. But then he gave his son a different first name. But he like combined like the first and middle name of like two different like fathers in his family for his son's middle name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want you to name your kid after me. My name is stupid and gay. Your name's not stupid and gay. What do you it mean? Absolutely is. What, yeah. Dylan? Dylan is a homosexual name. Not there's nothing wrong with homosexuals. I'm just saying. You know. Well, the well, I mean, the only thing I think of when I hear Dylan is the other way it's spelled, which is the female version. And, I mean, you know, Dylan Harper is a very talented woman, you know, so uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that name, as far as I'm concerned. Dude, I was going to be named Jesus. You know how cool my life would have been? What, if your name was Jesus? Jesus. I mean, I know so many mentions though with that name. It's like I feel like it's just overused. But I'm white though. Ah, oh, that's How true. How cool would I have been? I would have been fluent in Spanish, cause, cause, you know, in the custody battle. Spanish. I'll just stay with the state with my dad, cause of my name, Mexican name. You know, I would have moved to Mexico, probably. Yeah, I just like. I mean, I it's it's a cool name, but it like Jesus sounds like the name of somebody who's like ready to beat someone up. It just sounds a little too aggressive for me. Yeah, dude. Imagine, I wouldn't. Man, I would have been like a cage fighter or something. Yeah, like whenever I think of like Jesus, I think of somebody who like just. Yes. Yeah, I think of somebody who like beats someone up. Like, I, I don't like it doesn't sound like a nice name to me like I've never met like a Jesus and they're like a really like like they're like a gentle giant they're like they're like hello how you doing yes welcome to my office please take a seat my name is Jesus <laughs> well you haven't met enough Jesus yet man. yeah I mean I did meet like one Jesus who worked at a car dealership who was pretty chill but he also was like buff and he was like he could destroy you 
But he was peaceful. But he was pretty peaceful, so I'll give you that. So I didn't meet one Jesus that was pretty chill. But he, but he was. Point is, he was still buff. I've never met a Jesus where they're like, they look like Rich Homie Quan. You know that rapper Rich Homie Quan? He looks like a goddamn, you know, stick. It's like a pencil. Oh, he looks like a, he's like a he looks like a pencil. He's one of those like really skinny rappers that looks like you can snap them if they like if you just put them on top of your knee and just apply slight pressure. They just snap yeah. like a pencil. Yep, oh, that reminds. That's a great song that he made. He made a uh, lifestyle and flex. Remember that? You remember that song? The the songs from the early, <clears throat> what is it? The early twenty uh, tens. I don't know. No. Uh, play it, some of it. Can you hear it? It came out in twenty fourteen. Why did you understand anything they just said? Yeah, that is a meme. That is yeah, it's a meme song, but it's a meme from six years ago. Came out in <laughs> 2014. Anyway, that I think I will end the podcast on this song. It's been a while. We'll we'll play this song out. It's for the podcast. This will be this the ending podcast song. Unless you have anything else to say. Hey, rich homie in a thug. You heard it first. What? You heard it first on on Practically Simping Podcast. You heard it first on the Practically Simping Podcast or whatever we're going to call this. I I don't know if we're going to change that name. We're changing the name. Yeah, it should be something a little bit more serious, I think, than Practically Simping. Simping. It doesn't need to be serious, bro. We, this is not a serious Okay, well, something a little bit more easy to say than practically simping. It has too many vowels. Or syllables, I mean. Uh, All right. All right. How you doing? I'm going to play this out. Play it. See you, bro. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.